Welcome to the podcast, Let the Prophet Speak. Today we are going to study Jeremiah chapter 29a, the first part of chapter 29. <clears throat> we just read in the last chapter of the, the showdown between the false prophet Hananiah and God's true prophet Jeremiah, Yirmiyahu. And like we mentioned at the end before, Yirmiyahu won the duel in the sense that Hananiah died, but the people still failed to learn his message. The, um, his message being that we need to be humble, we need to accept God's judgment upon us, learn our lessons, and, um, accept, and, and at this time that means being subservient to Babylon. And if we will be, if we accept this humility, then maybe we can save the kingdom from complete destruction, and when Babylon's days are over, the kingdom will be saved. Unfortunately, the, we know that in the end, the people didn't listen. They did rebel, and and Jeremiah's prophecies came true that uh, Nebuchadnezzar, the king of Babylon, had, did end up coming and completely destroying the kingdom and exiling everyone who was left. So, at this point, though, this didn't happen yet. So, uh, the first attack of Nebuchadnezzar of the Babylonians against the kingdom of Judah had met the king, Ichania, and many of the officers of the court and many of the people, especially the leadership and the craftsmen, and many were taken into exile, into captivity. So there's a lot of, of the people of Judah in captivity in Babylon, many of whom are hoping to come, most of whom are hoping to one day come back. Um... And then there are still a remnant remaining in Judah. The temple is still standing, and Zedekiah, Zedekiah, is the king that was placed there as a vassal by Nebuchadnezzar. So during this time period, when half the people are there, and half the people in Babylon, and half the people are in Jerusalem in Judah, the this following episode was to occur. Um, so let's read verse one. And so Jeremiah wrote a letter to the people in Babylon and uh, it must have happened during the early time of Tzidkiyo before Tzidkiyo the king decided to rebel again against Nebuchadnezzar um, I'll tell you why I'm saying that in a minute and the following are the words which were written in a scroll that Jeremiah the prophet sent from Jerusalem El Hagola to the remaining elders that ha, of the exile that had been exiled, Viel Hakoanim, Viel Hanavim, and to the priests and to the prophets, Viel Kol Ha'am, and to the entire nation, Asher Heglad Nebuchadnezzar Mishlaim Bavela, those who had been taken and exiled by Nebuchadnezzar from Jerusalem to Babylon. Acharet Seit this occurred after Yechonia the king, who was the king when Nebuchadnezzar attacked the first time, Viha Gevira and the queen mother, Viha Sorisim and all of the king's uh, eunuchs, Sore Yehuda and all of the officers of Judah, Yerushalayim and Jerusalem, Viha Chorosh, Viha Masker and all the craftsmen and the smiths that were taken into exile in order that Judah shouldn't have what they need in order to mount a rebellion. Um... After they were all gone, Jeremiah sent this letter. And who did he send the letter with? He sent it with Biad el Asa ben Shafan. 
<coughs> a person by the name of Elasa, the son of Shaphan. Um, if you remember a couple chapters ago when Jeremiah was being threatened by the mob, someone named Achikam ben Shaphan uh, stood up and protected him. I don't know if this Elasa is a brother of Achikam and this Shaphan is the father of both of them, or maybe Shaphan, uh, there's two different Shaphans, I don't know. But it could be he was the brother of Achikam. But so Jeremiah sent him as a messenger with this scroll. U Gimaria ben Chilkia, and another person whose name was Gimaria, the son of Chilkia. Asher Sholach Tzidkia Melech Yehuda al Nebuchadnezzar Melech Bavel Bavel Alemar. Because these two messengers were sent by Tzidkia, the king of Yehuda, to Nebuchadnezzar, the king of Babylon. And, and with them, Jeremiah gave him this scroll. It's hard because of the content of the scroll and because he's sending it with messengers that were being sent by the king Tzidkiyahu, it seems that this occurred before um, Tzidkiyahu decided to rebel. Uh, but, uh, well, you know, I don't know that for sure, but that's just what it seems to be the case. So uh, let's move on. So verse 4. So what, what, this, is, this is the content of this letter. So says God, the Lord of Israel, to all of the exiles that I have exiled from Jerusalem to Babylon. This is the message. I want you to recognize and realize that you're going to be there for, unfortunately, you're going to be there for a while. Babylon is going to be ascendant. They're going to rule over you for a while. So build homes and settle down. Vinetu ganos, plant gardens, viachluat pirion, and eat the fruits of the gardens that you that you plant. This exile is going to, going to, to last. Kahunashim, get married, marry women, vaholidu banim vanos, and have children, sons and daughters, of nechem nashim, and marry off your children, viaspinosechem tnula nashim, marry off your sons, marry off your daughters, viteladna banim vanos, that they should have sons and daughters, uravusham, and grow there, vialtimatu. In other words, build your economy grow your fruit, uh, produce, build your families, build your homes. Um, don't think that just because you're in exile that your mission uh, as a Jewish people is over. It's not over. You still have a mission to fulfill. You still have to build. You still have to bring the message of God to the world. You still have to show who you are. And how do you do that? And you should search and, and work for the peace of the city. Where I have exiled you too. Work for the peace of the people there. Pray for them. Work for them. Uh, do business with them. Build with them. That's where you are. That's where you should build. And this is how you can spread peace. This is how you can continue the mission. And I want you to pray for the city, for the welfare of the city to God. Because the, your peace is dependent on the peace of the city that you're in. That's your home now. I want you to build it. I want you to, to, um, to, um, to settle down. Verse 8, <coughs> excuse me, because so says the Lord God, uh, the God of Israel, don't be convinced by all those false prophets. So now we're finding out that not only were there false prophets 
in Judah and Jerusalem that were saying these prophecies, all oh, that let's rebel, let's rebel, and every, everything's going to be fine, everyone's going to come back, Nebuchadnezzar is going to, we're going to break the yoke, we're going to beat the Babylonians, and they're convincing them to rebel here. There was also prophets, false prophets that were in Babylon, that were telling the people in Babylon, don't settle down, we're going to fight, we're going to go back. And No, no, don't listen to them. Uh, th- those prophets that are among you, Vikos Mechem, and those diviners. Now, this is the key thing here. How do you know that these people are false prophets, not speaking in the name of God, because they're Kos Mechem? They are using sorcery and magic and all these kinds of things to try to to pretend that they're holy and they know the words of God. Don't listen to your dreams. And here when it says dreams, it's like, they're just dreams. They're not reality. You got to wake up, in these dreams that you're dreaming. Wake up and see reality. Babylon is in charge now. Accept it and work with it. Because they are speaking in my name of God. Uh, in my name, in God's name, they are speaking falsehood. I did not send them the Madonai. Those are the words of God. God says that they are saying falsehood, and I, God, did not send them. Verse 10, because so says God. And now in the next few verses, Jeremiah is going to explain. There is a purpose. There is a reason why I sent you into exile. And there is a lesson that you're supposed to learn. And that is why you're there. And I'm going to tell you, I'm explaining this to you. And I'm going to tell you this to you clearly. Rebelling against it won't help because that means you aren't learning the lesson. But this is what you're supposed to know. Because so says God. When Babylon completes 70 years, I will remember you. I will take you back. The purpose is not that you should always be in exile. I still want there to be a kingdom of Judah. I still want there to be a temple. I still want you to build the country that's supposed to be an example to the world. I will fulfill those good words. I know that through my prophets I've promised so many times a grand return. Because I know very well, God says, I know very well the plans that I have for you. I have still have great plans. No, Madonai says God. My thoughts for you are of peace. I want to build. I'm, that's my goal. I'm not coming here to do bad to you I want to give you a hope I want to give you a hopeful uh, future I want to uh, that's that's my point that's my purpose what I want is that you need to humble yourself I want you to call out to me I want you to go in my way I want you to follow my path I want you to follow the path that I'm teaching you and I want you to pray to me I will listen to you and then when you search me out, then you will find me. Because when that happens, you're going to do it with the full heart. You're going to do it with your with your heart and soul. When you go in my way and you humble yourselves before me and you pray to me, that is the point and purpose of you being in exile. And then I will find you, so says God. Or actually, I will be found I will be findable. I will be, I will be there for you, uh, says God. I will return your 
your um, your um, Shvutchem uh, is your returnees, or or I will return your your wealth and your status. and I will gather you from all the nations. because there were Babylon ruled over many nations, and they were scattered throughout the entire kingdom. and from all the places, places where I have sent you and and banished you out to. No, Madonai says, God, and I'm going to return into this place. The same place where I'm sending you out of now, where I have just sent you out of this place, Jerusalem, Judah, I will bring you back. However, and that is the reason. That is the reason why you're in exile. It's so that you should learn to search for me with a full and complete heart and go in my way and recognize and recognize that it's God that is the point, not not. Uh, uh, the the ritual that it's going in God ways that is the point. However, kiamartem, I see that. What are you saying? Hey, Kim Lono Instead of listening to to this message that Jeremiah is sending in this letter to the people, the people are saying, "Hey, we got our own prophets here in Babylon, and they're telling us otherwise." It's like. There's just a little quick verse here that says, after this long, beautiful speech that Jeremiah gives to the people and explains to them what their role is and how to act and how and how and how to make it through the exile and promising them a, a, a beautiful future, if only they would humble themselves, the people refuse to listen and just say, "Hey, we got other uh, prophets, and I like what they're saying better." Let's see, verse sixteen. Um, Um, uh, sorry for a second there I, I, I lost my place this is verse 16 because this is what God says to the king who is currently sitting on the throne of David this is Tzidkiyahu this is the message right? Um, this is again Jeremiah speaking to the people and this is this is the message. The um, Alkolam uh, and to the entire nation, I Yoshev Berazos, and to the entire nation that lives here, Achechem, all of your brothers, Asher Lo Yatsu Itchem Magola, the ones that did not get exiled with you, the ones that are still here. This is the message that God is giving to them. Call Maradonai Tzivos. So says the Lord God. I am going to, because you are not humbling yourselves, because you are, are, are being arrogant, I am going to send against them the sword, hunger, and pestilence and disease. And I am going to treat them and make them like disgusting, rotten figs that no one is interested in eating because they are so disgusting and rotten. And I am going to chase after them with sword and hunger and disease. And they will be a horror. People, it's all of the kingdoms in the area, all of whom are also subservient to Babylon. But since Judah is going to lead the rebellion, Judah is going to suffer the worst. And everyone's going to be like, oh my, I use them as an example of something horrible and horrifying. Allah is a curse, an embarrassment and a shame and a destruction and, and, and something to, to just shout 
uh, uh, to be used as something that people just just hiss at and scorn. In all of the nations uh, with to which I will uh, banish them to, those nations will make fun of and use Judah as an example of destruction and shame. Why? Because verse 19 because they did not listen to my words I have sent to them the message my servants the true prophets for hundreds of years have been telling them this message I've been so careful to constantly and persistently send them messengers to teach them that I want the corruption to end but but you did not listen, and therefore destruction happens. No, Madonai, this is what God says. Viatem and you, Jeremiah, again asks the people of Babylon, Shimu, listen. I want you. I beg you, please listen to Adonai. Listen to the word of God. Kolagola, all of you who are in exile. that I exiled from Jerusalem to Babylon. Listen to God. Don't listen to these false prophets. Don't listen to them. Listen to the message that I'm telling you. I'm going to conclude, uh, because this is a very long chapter, I'm splitting it into two parts. So this is the end of 29A. Thank you for studying 29A with me. Looking forward to studying 29B and, of course, the rest of the book of Jeremiah and many more together.